Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Creative Elixir podcast. I'm your host, Rose Stardust, and I'm here to inspire you to be more creative, to be you, and to step into your power. Today, we're here to talk about a much uh, debated subject recently, and that is AI art. And we actually have been having our own debates in our own friend group, and um, I keep hearing people's opinions on it, and I want to interject my own opinions. And what better place than a podcast to talk about it? Um, because, you know, no one can interrupt and give me their own opinions. <laughs> I'm kidding. Of course, I want this to be a two way conversation. So once I post this on Instagram on at the creative elixir, if you would be so kind or unkind, so to speak, um, to give me some of your opinions, which I know you will have, that'd be wonderful. I am making the assumption that if you are here, listen to this podcast, and if you consider yourself somewhat creative, you probably have heard this term AI. And if you haven't, um, you have definitely heard it in other contexts. So artificial intelligence. For today's purposes, we are talking about a type of artificial intelligence that takes text prompts entered in by people like you and me and the software is then assembling an image and giving it back to you. So why is there such fervent discussion about such a thing? Isn't it just a tool? Isn't it like, you know, telling someone to make a picture for you or isn't it just kind of like sitting on Adobe Photoshop and applying applying an effect? Not necessarily. So if you have heard of it, you've obviously heard more of the discussions or if you've experimented with it, you know more about it. But essentially, let's just say that um, there are two extreme thoughts uh, or schools of thought about it. And then there are people more in the center of the discussion. I think I'm closer to the center of the discussion. And uh, a background on how I approach life is that I am a true neutral most of the time. <laughs> My alignment is neutral. And I think more people are like that. So I'm giving you that Dungeons and Dragons reference because I had this thing when I was in high school, I think, and we played a couple of games of Dungeons and Dragons, but the most important part is like we made our characters and while we were making our characters, you had to pick an alignment so you could be good, evil or neutral to varying degrees. So if you were good, for example, you had to always make the right choice. So especially if you were good, um, what was it? True good or 
anyways so if or absolute good i can't remember i should have looked it up before i brought it up shouldn't i anyways so if you're good you make a good choice so let's say if uh you know if someone merges someone that's bad right so they must be punished on the evil side if someone if you want someone's money, you murder them and you take it and that's what you do and that's your alignment. Now, neutral weighs things out. Well, how is this going to affect me and others around me and makes a logical decision based on that, which is how people usually act. But of course, in the real world, there's extremes too. The problem becomes that good and evil are not easily defined alignments in game or in reality. <laughs> because let's just say a child who's starving steals a loaf of bread to eat and not die. Now, the paladin who was a true good character, I guess. Someone's going to be really bothered by I'm saying this wrong, me saying this wrong, but I'm sorry. A paladin would punish the child because the child stole and no matter why, it's a bad thing. And that is a problem, right? So the act of punishing the child then is worse than the child stealing the bread to feed himself. And that's why extreme opinions and thoughts and ideas often um, become problematic. Just because something is good in one person's eyes or in one morality doesn't mean it's necessarily universally considered good. And there are lots and lots of gray areas between bad and good. So that's why I felt that neutral was the reasonable thing to pick so that when there was a moral dilemma, I could think, okay, well, what were the extenuating circumstances that made this happen? Is it good? Is it bad? Which side do you want to go? And I think without passing too much judgment on others, that's how we should all be. Um, we should look at things without too much of that core assumption that something is good or bad. Because I think the world would be a better place. I see say that a lot, don't I? The world would be a better place if we were all a little bit, little bit more reasonable and not just making decisions based on what we were told. So why am I talking about this? Why do I keep blabbing on about true neutral? Well, <laughs> because I was going to say, essentially, that I am a bit of a centrist when it comes to things. I can't just like side with something really easily. I will ask questions. I will um, try and understand what's going on and then make a decision. And same with this AI thing. So some people say it's good, some people say it's bad, and people like me say, well, it can be good or bad, depending on what you're doing with it. So why there are people who say it's bad? Let's see. They say that it is not really art, 
because it's a machine that's making it for you. You're just putting in words. So that's one side of it. But before I get into the other side, I need to explain something else. Anyways, those who are saying it's good are saying, well, it's just a tool. We're using it um, like a brush, like a software to make our art. And there are people in the center like me. It's like, well, you know, it's not really that simple. <laughs> and it's not. So what, do, what does AI do? Like, how does it take text and create art or create an image? I really can't explain to you exactly what it does because I am neither a scientist nor the developer. Uh, but what is obvious that what's happening or what, if you read a little bit about it, what you will gather um, as well is that the words that you put in get processed by what is called a bot, which is essentially a type of algorithm software. Then that then uh, searches geez, words, um, searches the internet and looks at data sets. So maybe it doesn't search the internet in that moment and it's already been fed this data, let's say. But there is a data set out there that is composed of millions, billions, maybe trillions of images that also have words associated with them. Where do these images come from? They're existing images such as photos, digital art, um, actual painted art that is all floating on the World Wide Web. <laughs> so it's taking that, it's processing it based on what you said to it, and then it's spitting something out. So it's pretty amazing what can be achieved with it, okay? And what comes out of it sometimes is convincingly human and sometimes it isn't. Um, those who have fiddled with it a lot will know that AI has not figured out human hands yet. <laughs> and um, why? I don't know. We have five fingers and they do, they do things, right? And dear God, there are so many monsters' hands that come out of it. Okay, so having said that, where you are putting the text, getting something out, and it's basing it on all the things that it can find and look at, the people who say AI is bad is also saying, are also saying, okay, well, it's all these pictures, images, they're being taken, used without consent from the creators. And they are being used to benefit people. Um, and it's too simple, right? You just put in a bunch of words and you have what is like a masterpiece. Like people have been making album covers, t-shirts, this and that. Um, and a lot of controversies surrounds all of it, especially because a lot of people are using not just prompts, but artist names to create um, what they're looking for. There's a few, I guess, character um, designers and artists out there who make very recognizable, um, realistic art. And 
their art is being used a lot. And therefore, there's now thousands of new either iterations of their work floating on the internet and they didn't make a penny off of it. Now, let me play the devil's advocate and say something else. While I feel that there should be um, a line that is not crossed, and we will go on to that later, let's think about how real art is made, like how you and I make art. Do we pull it out of the ether? Or do we actually do basically the same thing AI is doing? Like, if indeed we are creating something new and original, we think, are we really creating something new and original? When you paint something super realistic and you look at a hundred different photos of a person or an animal and you create your own version of it, did you really pull it out of the ether? Or did you now put your influences, your references and everything together and creating, create something new? I don't deny that that, with, by human hand, takes a lot more work and effort and imagination and skill and many years of training, let's just say, um, than punching in a bunch of words. I don't deny that. But essentially, the act of taking other people's work, images, etc., jumbling up in our brains and then regurgitating them is what probably the AI is doing at the same time. Now, ethically, the concern, again, it's not, you know, it's much easier to say, oh, girl wearing red dress in blah, blah, blah style is a lot easier than actually learning that person's style and doing it yourself. And if you did, then there's nothing like style is not protected by copyright, unfortunately. And there is nothing you can do about it because we all steal. Like at the end of the day, Let's be honest and say we all steal to a certain point, whether we know it or not. How do people learn, right? How, if you go to art school, if you go to school at all, or if you're just learning to draw, how do you learn? You look at other people's stuff, you get inspired, and you make your own mashup of those things. Really, at the end, that's what's happening. So, AI is no less honorable than us at the end end. But, okay, the ethical, moral gray area comes when A, people call it their own art and don't disclose that they used AI, um, or that, you know, they're actually being heavily influenced or by someone else's art, which is a little crappy right? I mean, those people are doing the hard work and you're just basically stealing from them at that point. It's not AI's fault. It's the crappy people's fault, though, at the end. 
you could, <laughs> this is very simplistic and forgive me for putting it this way, but isn't that true that you can take a paintbrush and you can put in thousands of skill hours and you can create an exact replica of someone else's work and that's stealing too, right? Or you can take AI and you can do it in five seconds and that's stealing too. So theft is theft. Don't do it. Like that's the thing. Just don't steal people's work and then call it your own. Big companies do this, right? They do it in such ways that you can't sue them because they're too big and powerful. Like they'll like your art and then they'll create something really similar to it. But copyright cannot protect something similar that's inspired by something. It's just the nature of things right now. Is it fair? No. Will you get obsessed about it and ruin your life over it? Maybe. But I would suggest the best thing to do would be keep creating your art, keep creating better work, and stay in your own path. Grow, learn, get better, and don't worry about who's stealing. Because those people always exist in every field, everywhere. Just spineless people who steal other people's work and pass it on their own exist. And they usually get away with it very, very horrible and angering and it shouldn't happen. But us talking about it until our tongues fall out it doesn't change it. Especially in this case, it's going to be really hard to do anything. Now, what would be better if we're talking strictly now about like people using in their prompts artist names. What would be better is that um, some royalties could be paid to the people whose names are being used. So there could that could really settle the argument to a certain point, right? And that would be wonderful. Is it going to happen? I don't know. I don't think so. But if it did, it would be awesome. So that's one of the things that makes it a moral gray area. The second thing is what I mentioned, taking something that AI made and then calling it your own art, just basically like putting in words, it comes out and then you put it somewhere and you say it's your art. Can you do it? Yes, of course. Should you do it? Probably not because people can tell usually and it just looks douchey, you know? <laughs> um, I have been playing with AI, so let's come clear. I've been playing with AI. I've been enjoying it. I tried putting artist names and um, see what happened and nothing like what I've been seeing happened. Honestly, I don't have enough money or time to just keep um, trying to perfect things that I don't quite want to create. Like I don't like that 3D realistic look of art necessarily that looks, you know, like computer produced. 
and that is not my jam but I like printmaking and I like acrylic painting and I've been playing with those and I decided to step away from the idea of putting artists names especially living earning artists um, I've tried like people I admire people in the public domain to see what comes out and then I actually went ahead and created things without artist prompts and I like those much better because they look a lot more um, interesting original and with my tastes I can like hone it in and then what I've been doing is taking it redrawing it and I'm going to actually make some lino cuts based on that Am I telling you about it? Yes. Will I disclose all that? Yes. Why not? It's interesting. It's cool. I'm using artificial intelligence as a tool to aid me in what I'm trying to create. Will I only use that? No, but it's interesting. I'm exploring it. I'm enjoying it. It opens up some new pathways in my brain and I am not going to deny that I like it. <laughs> um, so on the other extreme of saying AI is good are the people who see nothing wrong at all with putting other people's names and work into the prompts and then creating something and then saying, oh, this is my artwork. That's wrong. Okay. You're just being a jackass. Don't do it. Um, you're not an artist if you just know how to type on your keyboard. You're not. The AI is doing it. I'm an artist. I make things. I actually paint. I actually carve. I actually draw. I write. Telling AI to do it for you, but you've never done anything, a, anything a day in your life. You're not an artist. You're just fooling yourself and you're doing it for the attention. Good for you. What did you achieve? You fooled yourself. Bravo. Okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, extremes, not good. In the middle somewhere, there are people like me who think that we can use this like we use a brush, like we use Adobe Illustrator, and we can take our work further with it, perhaps. And I think now if I made it something in Photoshop and if I then printed it on to a canvas and I said, I painted this by hand, that would be lying, right? I would say, okay, this is a Photoshop digital print. It's still art. I did it, but on a computer and it's a little different process. There's nothing wrong with that. Just like fess up to what you're doing. Stop lying. Dear God. Okay. <laughs> so we talked about the problems. We talked about um, what could be good or bad. And let's talk about some solutions. I kind of sprinkled them in there, but the solutions to this um, moral dilemma could come as paying people whose names are constantly being used. Um, or removing their ability to put... Um, put living artist names in there. Um, I don't know, that could be really difficult, I guess. But if let's say um, people registered with say Midjourney and they, I'm an artist, if I was famous or important or interesting enough for someone to steal my work, um, 
I could register, let's say, here, authenticate me, this is my, this is my work. And if it, if AI creates work based on prompts of this, 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 then I get a royalty. That would be fantastic, right? Then um, those people are still making money, um, getting essentially their work licensed in a new way. But it is all a new territory and maybe those things will happen. It would be wonderful if they did. And if you're one of those people that hates AI and says that it shouldn't be used at all and it's cheating, then you're also a little delusional because it's not going away. It's there. It makes people money. It's not going away. It's not super different when you think about it for um, like when digital programs or digital printer came out, people probably thought all the sign painters or all painters would lose their jobs. They didn't. Some people did. Some people who could be replaced by a machine did get replaced eventually. Are there still people who paint and hand make signs and do an excellent job and make a lot of money because they're one of the few people? Yeah, but we can't stop progress because we don't like it. We can't stop progress because we're afraid we're going to be replaced. And truly, can an artist really be replaced? If you're a commercial artist and you're making illustrations, album covers, this and that for hire, like freelance work, some of your work might be lost to AI. This is true. At the end of the day, that's what happens sometimes. And is it great? for those people who will lose work because a software can do it for them in for a lot less money and a lot less effort? Of course not. Now, could some of those people understand AI and use it, use it to their benefit? Sure they could. Why not? Can AI replace the human imagination? In some ways, probably, but in some ways, our humanity gives us an edge in imperfection. As AI will get more and more perfect, we will still have that imperfection for us. And that's beautiful. That can't be replaced. Is AI any different in terms of just looking at things and interpreting things than us? Not that different. It learns by looking at other people's work. So do we. We need to learn to live with this. It's not going to go away. I'm sure people didn't like Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop when it first came out. Do pretty much all working artists use it now to one extent or another? Like I'm saying like not all working artists, I guess, but like anything to do with any kind of design work and freelance work, usually in one capacity or another, those tools get used. 
and this is just another step we're gonna have to learn to live and work with it and use it for a benefit instead of just refusing outright to use it you can don't use it refuse it um don't you know don't play into it whatever you think you're going to do but that doesn't mean that it's not going to go in its own direction grow get better and um become something you can't ignore am i entirely happy but not really but being the true neutral that i that i am i am opening myself up to this new opportunity of growth and i am using it as a tool i didn't go to art school so i didn't learn a lot of the things that people do in art school you studied other artists and you learned from them that's what the ai is doing if i learned printmaking in school i assume they showed us how other um, artists did light and shadow tonality texture and then you created your own way of doing it now because i am learning it on my own i bought a couple of books um wonderful books the best <laughs> i will actually have to put them in the in the show notes if i already haven't done that but the books show many other artists work and these artists have agreed to be in the book so that you can learn from them. It would be horrible if I went and copied exactly one of their work and sold it as my own. But if I learn from them how they used a two-dimensional surface and carve away where it will be light and leave where it will be dark and create an image that makes sense, by applying what I've learned from what they have learned and applied clearly, I'm not doing something very different from what AI is doing. So I have been putting prompts for the line of cutting, as I was saying, like I um, am doing a series of tarot card prints and I've been kind of studying how I want to do it by putting it into AI. And then I have this other book about um, pencil, not, not pencil drawing, sorry, pen drawing and getting like, um, it's an old book about, you know, just black and white drawings, but with pen, which has a lot in common with how you can, you know, carve and get these effects. And in combination of these books and the AI, my brain is making new connections. Now I can take those and make them my own. And full discretion, I'm using AI to help me and teach me. Why? Because it'll be faster. I'm 40. I, <laughs> I want to learn faster, not slower at this point. So what do you think about AI? I mean, obviously, I think it can be good or bad, depending who's using it. And um, 
how it's being used. Can we stop using it or it's just going, is it going to get bigger? Is it going to take all the work away from artists? These are questions that we don't have all the answers to. But my answers are no, artists will always be there and needed. There are some morality issues, yes, depending on the usage. Is AI good or bad? Neither. It's a tool. And so on. So why don't you share your opinions with me about what you think of AI on Instagram? You can comment underneath the post that'll be the artwork for this episode. Oh, that being said, last week's episode art I made with AI. And then I kind of altered a little bit on Adobe Illustrator and I posted it. And um, I don't know if I posted it on Instagram. It was a crazy week. I got bitten by a dog. Um, it was just kind of mad. Uh, and I had a bunch of um, kittens that I was fostering. So it was a mad, mad week. But I did it with AI. Was it way easier than creating than my, that myself? Yes. It didn't feel like cheating a little bit? Yes. Will I sell that artwork? No. Did I pretend it's fully mine? Not even a little bit. That's what I'm talking about. Just be honest. What did we do? What did we didn't do? If you're honest about it, it feels better anyways, right? Especially if you're going to go ahead and make money from it. I don't make money from the podcast. I would love to. I don't. Um, I don't make money from the podcast artwork because how could I? So I figured instead of trying to make something for every episode, I'm going to start using AI to assist me a little bit with that. And this week's episode especially uh, deserves an AI cover and it will have one. So keep an eye out for that. Comment on Instagram. What do you think? Is it good? Is it bad? Is art in danger? from being replaced by AI. Tell me, tell me, let's fight, let's argue, let's debate, let's not fight. Let's talk about it like civilized people on Instagram. Go to the show notes for the links to my Instagram, to my website, to my buy me a coffee. If you like the podcast and if you want to contribute to it at all, the free way is to subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram and give us some love, us, me, and the cats. I am making this on my own. I don't have an editor, so I do apologize for any of the sound discrepancies that you might hear. It's because I can't really afford to put any more money into it than what I already do, even that I can't afford. But I love talking to people about creativity and how to be more creative and talk about matters surrounding creativity. So I am going to keep doing it, possibly slowly, maybe once every couple of weeks, maybe once a month. But stick with me. And if you want to give me a couple of dollars so that I can afford to edit it maybe one day, and it will sound better, I promise. <laughs> Just uh, go to buy me a coffee and there's a link. And um, yeah, give me some comments and give me some love. Thank you for listening. 
I'm your host, Rose Stardust, and this is the Creative Elixir Podcast. Today's episode was about AI. Do you love it? Do you hate it? Come tell me. Now, why don't you go get creative? Maybe play with Mid Journey a little bit. <laughs> Bye, guys. Have a lovely day.